We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. This is the station you turn to first for live team coverage of breaking news. 98.7 and 13.30 K. KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 6 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. Now clear and 33 degrees. One day after his surprise trip to Ukraine, President Biden's itinerary resumes with a big meeting in Poland. Fox's Jonathan Savage reports from our European Bureau. NATO has advanced eastwards in recent years, and it's those eastern flank allies led by Polish President Andrzej Duda, who President Joe Biden is meeting today. We're expecting a speech by President Biden designed to resonate with US allies and further rally support behind Ukraine, but it'll also contain a message for Russian President Vladimir Putin and the Russian people. The president will emphasize that Ukraine is standing strong when Russia thought it would cower and that the West is united when Russia believed it would divide. Jonathan Savage, Fox News. A man is dead following an officer-involved shooting near Goddard Monday morning when a Goddard police officer attempted to make a traffic stop. The suspect drove off, followed by the officer south of the city. Goddard police chief Lance Begley says the officer reported seeing the man wave a handgun from inside his vehicle And the pursuit ended when the suspect stopped at 183rd Street West and 63rd Street South. The motorist suddenly stopped at the location behind us and exited the vehicle with a handgun in his hand and approached the officer. Chief Begley says the officer gave numerous orders for the man to put down the weapon before being forced to fire, fearful for his own and the public's safety. The officer is now on administrative leave pending the outcome of an investigation by the Sedgwick County Sheriff's Office. A pedestrian was seriously injured after a motorcycle hit her and fled the scene in North Wichita Monday night. Police Lieutenant Joe Camp says the crash occurred in the intersection of Broadway and 12th. The pedestrian is a woman in her mid-50s. Police are looking for the motorcyclist who left the scene. A new computer chip manufacturing facility is coming to Kansas. The EMP Shields plant to be built in Burlington, is expected to produce thousands of chips per week and create over 1,200 jobs in Coffee County. Governor Laura Kelly was on hand Monday for the announcement and says the project also provides for stronger national security. Computer chips are mostly made in China, and that is a problem. It means that both our national defense systems and the goods and services Americans rely upon are vulnerable to the whims of the Chinese Communist Party. The nearly $2 billion project is expected to be funded in part by money from the CHIPS Act that was uh, signed into law last August. 
Police in Los Angeles have arrested a suspect in the shooting uh, shooting death of a Catholic bishop known for his work with gang members. Auxiliary Bishop David O'Connell was found murdered in his home Saturday. Fox's Anita Vogel has more. The person of interest has been identified as 65-year-old Carlos Medina of Torrance. He is the husband of O'Connell's housekeeper who had done work in the house before. Police received a tip that Medina was acting strange and irrational and had made comments about the bishop owing him money. His SUV was also seen on surveillance video in the bishop's driveway the night he was murdered. Detectives found two firearms at Medina's home. No word yet if they are connected to the murder. He's being held on two million dollars bail. The sheriff's department says phone calls have been pouring in to express condolences for the loss of O'Connell. He had been a priest in the Los Angeles area for many years after leaving his native Ireland. KNSS News Time now, 6.04, four minutes past six o'clock. KNSS Morning News with Steve Ted now 6.09, nine minutes past six o'clock here on a Tuesday morning. The Derby Board of Education has reversed a decision not to extend contracts for top administrators. Last week, the board voted four to two not to renew contracts for Superintendent Heather Boheti and two assistant superintendents. During a meeting Monday night, the board heard from a gathering of supporters who packed the room. After holding two executive sessions, the board voted to extend the administrator contracts for the 2024-2025 school year. A new 6.4 magnitude earthquake has killed eight people and injured more than 200 others in parts of Turkey laid waste two weeks ago by a massive quake that killed tens of thousands. Officials say more buildings collapsed, trapping some people, while scores of injuries were recorded in neighboring Syria. Monday's earthquake was centered in the town of Defne, in uh, Turkey's Hatay province, one of the worst hit regions in the magnitude 7.8 quake that hit February 6th. It was felt across the region and was followed by a second magnitude 5.8 tembler. Two Supreme Court chase, uh, cases could lead to major legal shakeups for tech companies and change the Internet as we know it. The Supreme Court will hear two cases this week related to Section 230 of the Communications Decency Act, a statute that went into effect in 1996, which protects social media companies from lawsuits over posts from their users. A California family who lost a daughter in a terrorist attack in Paris is suing Google and YouTube, claiming the companies knowingly permitted ISIS to post hundreds of radicalizing videos inciting violence and recommended ISIS videos to users. Another case focuses on whether Twitter may be sued for allegedly aiding terrorists. Critics say Section 230 lets platforms avoid responsibility for harmful content. Supporters say ditching it will lead to platforms removing more content to avoid lawsuits, stifling free speech. Kristen Goodwin, Fox News. A new museum is coming to Washington, D.C. A major upgrade coming to the Lincoln Memorial. 15,000 square feet of exhibit space that'll tell visitors about the president as well as the story of the construction of the memorial. It's going up in the cavernous area under the memorial. They'll also have an immersive theater presentation. It's a public-private partnership to be built with about $69 million from the National Park Service and private donations. Construction's expected to be finished up by March of 2026. And the memorial is supposed to remain open during construction. 
In Washington, Jill Nato, Fox News. KNSS News Time now, 612. 12 minutes past 6 o'clock. I have a stalled out vehicle. It is northbound on I-135. And that's northbound on I-135, pretty close to 47th Street South. That's the area that we're talking about there. Again, uh, northbound there. Uh, uh, Could be slowing down traffic when the volumes get heavier. Uh, Right now, volume's fairly light. But, uh, yeah, that could slow things down. Traffic update from 98.7 at 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. Now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. Temperatures remained above freezing overnight. That gives us a great start to the day here this time in February. We expect to be mostly sunny and a bit breezy by this afternoon with a high 68. Areas of scattered showers develop and move in after midnight, Jello 57. Then rain possible early Wednesday, a clearing sky warming to 72, much colder down to 20 degrees Wednesday night. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holliday. Now a clear sky, 34 degrees. We have an east wind at 5 miles per hour. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Uh, today is Tuesday, February 21st. We had a sunny, beautiful day across central Kansas Monday. Wichita's high temperature was 65 degrees. Normal high for the date, 50. Wow, what a beautiful afternoon. Hope you got a chance to get out and enjoy it a little bit. On this date in 2013, the second day of a huge two-day snowstorm continued across Kansas. Most of central and south-central Kansas received 10 to 14 inches, but parts of Kingman County received one and a half feet. An additional eight inches were measured at Wichita's Mid-Continent Airport, with a 6.2 inches measured on the 20th. This brought the storm total to 14.2 inches and making this the second worst snowstorm in Wichita's history. Wichita's worst snowstorm occurred January 17th and 18th, 1962, when an even 15 inches were measured at Mid-Continent Airport. So, got a history for this date, a snowfall history. Good morning, Ted. It was 10 years ago, yeah. yeah. That was rough. On this date in 1975, former Attorney General John N. Mitchell... And former White House aides H.R. Haldeman and John Ehrlichman were sentenced to two and a half to eight years in prison for their roles in the Watergate cover-up. Each ended up serving one and one half years. It was on this date in 1975, trying to get past the uh, the Watergate scandal. And, you know, but the news yesterday that uh, former President Carter is going into hospice, you know, I was reminded of how he was elected into office. Basically, basically because Jerry Ford pardoned Richard Nixon. And folks weren't ready for that. This guy come from uh, the South came along and said, I will never lie to you. And he was elected for one term. And he was a Washington outsider. He was. That certainly helped him as well. Big outsider. Spent the last, latter part of his years working for Habitat for Humanity, building houses. He didn't go out there and say, hey, why don't you build a house? He went out there with a hammer and got down with it. Yeah. So. He goes around the world monitoring elections. Yeah, he's been a he he active puts man. His, he, yeah, he puts his uh, actions where his mouth is. I don't think yep. he ever retired. Really. No, not really. <laughs> Critics are accusing the British publisher of Raoul Dahl's classic children's books of censorship after it removed colorful language from works such as Charlie and the Chocolate Factory and Matilda to make them more acceptable to modern readers. A review of new editions of Dahl's books now available in bookstores shows that some passages relating to weight, mental health, 
gender and race were altered. Well, let's just throw the book away, period. Why, ha- why even read? Yeah. Why even have an idea or see an idea? Augustus Gloop, Charlie's gluttonous antagonist in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Which the kid was created that way on purpose as is, a character to is, prove a point. Is no longer enormously fat. But, but we can't call him fat anymore. Just enormous. The changes made by Puffin Books, a division of Penguin, Penguin Random Books, were first reported by Britain's Daily Telegraph newspaper. Uh, happened to just to basically, I think you probably and I are on this one. I just basically di- disagree. This is just awful. I mean, well, and you can't. You change an author's work. Yeah, I that's just how the book was published. I just think that's that's a that's a crime against the author. I do too. Huge crime. Not only that, it's a crime against culture, exchanging ideas and expressions. No, I don't want. Nobody wants. Not a lot of par- pornography or anything like that, but this, come on. This is just being politically correct to the to the end. Okay. I completely agree with you. So we can't use the word... Can't use the word fat anymore. Fat. Yeah. Uh, but you... you Even though the kid is fat, and that's how the character was written, because it's proving a point. But, the, uh, the, the point is, as I talk about in the book, don't be fat. Don't eat yourself into a gluttonous shape. Have moderation. Gee, that sounds like a healthy idea. <laughs> and the other kids are all the same way. Don't be selfish. <laughs> that sounds like there's some, some good stuff to be learned there. Eh. Okay. We don't want to but off- we can't make fun of the girl that's selfish because she's probably got some sort of disorder. We shouldn't mm-hmm. make fun of her. We don't want to offend anybody. We don't want to offend anyone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. 617 now, Stephen, 10 of the morning here on KNSS. And Ted's going to do uh, going to do leadoff sports this morning. Out now, Ted, don't mention the teams that lose, okay? Right, because they're all it trying might, hard. Might offend some. Yeah, to give them all the. And trophy. we shouldn't rank them because that demeans the team that's ranked lower. Down lower, yeah. Yeah, they should all be the same. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Luck. College men's way. basketball last night. Third ranked Kansas on the road visiting twenty fourth ranked TCU. KU still. Gnawing on that 23-point loss at home to the Horned Frogs a month and a half ago. Would the Jayhawks fare better this time around on the road? Well, it was still a one-possession game late. KU had the lead, but would the Jayhawks' defense be able to stop the Horned Frogs in a key moment down the stretch? You heard the game last night on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Rebound TCU. 18 seconds to play. Here come the Frogs. Wells driving inside. They kick in the corner to Miles. Out to Baugh, left wing. McCuller all over him. Nine seconds. A desperation three. Misses. Rebound TCU. Put back misses. Rebound McCuller. AKU's going to win this game. Two well-contested shots. One from three and one inside. Neither would go. And Kevin McCuller squeezes it tight as KU white knuckles this one to the finish line. Yeah, KU avenges that 23-point loss and wins on the road in Fort Worth last night. 63-58, the final score. Freshman from Wichita, Grady Dick, leading the way for the Jayhawks with 19 points. Kevin McCuller Jr. added 15 points. All right, the Jayhawks improved to 23-5 and on the season. They're on a five-game winning streak right now and in sole possession of first place atop the Big 12 Conference with three games to go. How about that? Of course, the Jayhawks are the defending national champions, and they're 
seem like they're rounding into form late in the season. KU is now ranked third in the nation this week in the Associated Poll. And KU is even getting 11% of the first place votes in this one. Houston is ranked number one, still getting a lot of the first place votes. But the Jayhawks are not far behind. And they'll talk about it tonight. It's the weekly edition of KU Hawk Talk with head coach Bill Self. That'll be at 6 o'clock tonight over on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Kansas State is at home tonight in basketball action. 14th-ranked K-State hosting 9th-ranked Baylor. K-State won at Waco a month and a half ago. And by two points in overtime. Now the rematch in Manhattan tonight between these two. FanDuel has K-State as a two-and-a-half-point underdog at home. That will tip off at 6 o'clock tonight, K-State and Baylor, and that will be nationally televised on ESPN2. The K-State baseball team is off to a great start on the season as they get a four-game sweep at Stephen F. Austin. Wildcats won yesterday 16-5, starting out the season 4-0. Best start for the K-State baseball team in 12 years. Hmm. College softball yesterday, 21st-ranked Washburn wins at home, beats Quincy 9-1 in five innings. The Washburn softball team, ranked number 21 in the nation, they're off to an 11-3 start, and they've won three in a row. And that's sports with Steve and Ted here on KNSS. Coming up on Saturday night downtown at the Orpheum, Liverpool Legends. Four lads handpicked by Louise Harrison, sister of the late George Harrison of the Beatles. So a lot of Beatles music at the Orpheum, Liverpool Legends. That'll be Saturday night downtown Wichita. I have another pair of tickets to give away right now. If you want to go to see Liverpool Legends on Saturday night, call me now at 869 1330. That's 869-1330. 621 now. Keep it here for Dr. Sanjay Gupta. You can start a New Year's resolution anytime. Plus, traffic and weather coming up. See you at 10 in the morning here on KNSS. This is Stephen Ted on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntosh, Ted Woodward. 6.30 on this Tuesday morning, 34 degrees. One person is dead, at least a dozen more injured after an explosion at an Oakwood Village metal manufacturing plant Monday outside of Cleveland, Ohio. The blast was so strong that it knocked down solid brick walls. A terrifying day for people working in this area as debris went flying from this building 200 yards in every direction, landing on cars, busting through glass windows of other buildings. An absolutely terrifying scene, but nothing compared to what was going on inside of that building here at I. Schumann and Company, a foundry with this molten hot metal inside that just exploded for some reason. The roof collapsing, the walls flying in every direction, twisted steel beams landing on people's cars, flames and fiery debris landing on people's cars. That's Fox's Suzanne Stratford reporting. A man was seriously injured in a shooting at a Wichita motel yesterday morning in the 8400 block of West Kellogg Drive. Police say the 33-year-old man was shot in the stomach and was hospitalized with serious injuries. He is expected to survive. The man was treated and released. Investigators learned that the man was with an acquaintance. The handgun the, the acquaintance had in his waistband was accidentally dropped. A round was fired, striking the victim. The man's acquaintance left the scene before police got there. A child hurt in a weekend crash has died from her injuries. The accident occurred on West 39th Street South Sunday afternoon. Officials say the child's mother was driving when her vehicle left the road and hit a culvert. The car rolled and three people were trapped inside. 
A four-year-old girl was taken to an area hospital in critical condition, but later died from her injuries. The woman and another child were also hospitalized with unknown injuries. The names of the injured have not been released. Police in Southern California have arrested a suspect, this in connection to the death of a Catholic bishop, Fox's Jonathan Hunt with more. The suspect in the murder of Bishop David O'Connell was taken into custody after an hours-long barricade situation at a home in Torrance, south of downtown L.A., and about 30 miles southwest of the murder scene in Hacienda Heights. At a news conference that is still ongoing, Sheriff Robert Luna has just identified the suspect as 65-year-old Carlos Medina, Medina and his wife had both worked for the bishop, and Medina apparently believed the bishop owed him money. The bishop is remembered by many as a champion of immigrant rights and friend to the homeless. According to investigators, he was shot while he was in his bedroom. The Food and Drug Administration is taking aim at what it calls a new health hazard, online misinformation. Under FDA Commissioner Dr. Robert Califf, the agency has begun using Instagram memes, YouTube videos, and other online tools to try and debunk myths about COVID vaccines and other medical products, it's an unlikely role for the 100-year-old agency, which has never been known for its communication skills. But Calif claims the growing tide of health misinformation demands a response from his regulators. Many experts support the effort, but warn that separate controversies at the FDA may be undermining its credibility with the public. Tom Rigotti, Fox News. Now let's take a look at the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. We're seeing some high-level clouds move across extreme southern Kansas this morning. Rather pleasant here this morning with a high temperature 68 later on this afternoon. Winds become breezy through tonight. Moisture lifts in after midnight with some scattered showers. Our low 57. Rain early Wednesday, then clearing with a high 72. Turning much colder, dropping to 20 on Wednesday night. I'm KNSS, meteorologist and holiday. Now a clear sky, 34 degrees. We have an east wind at 5 miles per hour. Steve, at 10 in the morning, KNSS, 634 now. Here on this Tuesday morning, just an hour from now, we'll check in with Sedgwick County Commission Chair Pete Meitzner. Our weekly chat with Pete, that's coming up uh, just about an hour from now here on KNSS. All right, today is uh, February 21st, and it was on this date in 1885. The Washington Monument was dedicated. Uh, unique in all the world. That's just something else. Just, it's, it's so simple and so tall, 500 and what, 55 feet? You've been to the top, Ted? I have. So have I. Yeah. Interesting story. First time we were in Washington, D.C. I don't know how old I was. How old was I? About 13? Yeah. Two of my brothers and I decided we'd hike to the top. My older brother, Don, said, you're crazy. I'm going to ride the elevator. <laughs> but that's a long way up there if you walk it. I think Ooh. I took the stairs down, yeah. but not Oh, up. man. It's quite, a, it's quite a deal, though. It's, it's pretty amazing. You look at it and think, well, that's got to be the – it's so tall. It looks so thin. And then you get up close to the base, and you find out, holy mackerel, it's that, rather, that's big. Yeah. So, yeah. They started building it. Money ran out. Stopped construction during the Civil War. It just kind of sat there as a stump yeah. for many years. And they finally said, well, we either need to tear this down or finish it. And they got the job done. And, then and now we, it's a worldwide symbol. And they were doing a lot of repairs on it here a few years ago, too. Yeah, they? They, they shut it down for a couple of years and got it up to snuff. There was an earthquake that caused cracks in it a few years ago. It's quite a deal. And yet, it, and at the time, it was the tallest 
man-made structure on the planet. Wow. The Washington Monument. Ted, uh, the Transportation Security Administration, TSA, said it confiscated a record number of guns at airports in 2022. Over 6,500 weapons, about 18 per day, were intercepted at TSA checkpoints last year. Experts say nearly every case involved a traveler who claims they forgot they had a gun with them. Penalty for getting caught with a gun, even accidentally, is steep. Maximum fine of nearly $15,000. Oof. I think I had to, you know. I have learned, and it's taken me a while, but I have learned not to take my Swiss Army knife to the airport. Yeah, mine got confiscated I've, many years ago. Two or three of mine have ended. And, you, and if you're going through a basketball, to a local basketball game or sporting event where you have to go through the, yeah, the cops will take it there, too. Yep. <laughs> so I've learned to leave it at home. I think it's, uh, you want to keep track of your gun where you know where it's just, Anyway, there's TSA. 636, Steve and Ted. Hey, uh, I guess things went well yesterday. I took a day off for President's Day, and you and Jad took over the show, and it, it seems like it looks okay to me. It looks like <laughs> nothing, the wheels didn't you, come off or did have you crash. Have you audited it? Nah. It passes really. muster? No, nah, not really. I couldn't see any signs of disaster. <laughs> like anything thrown, like a printer thrown through a wall or anything like okay, that. Okay, you know, well, everything went okay. Pretty much. I'll tell you, when I drove to work very early this morning, I didn't see a whole lot of cars. I don't know if people are taking one more day, or maybe they're starting a little later on. Or maybe they just they weren't going home. I don't know. Anyway, it's, uh, I think a lot of people took a day off yesterday. Uh, did you get outside, though? Yes, I did. Oh, was it nice yesterday? Nice day. Holy mackerel. They don't come any better than that one. Hmm. All right, 637 now. Yeah, what do you got, Jed? You got something? No. Oh, I thought you were waving. You want to do a traffic update. All right. 637, Steve and Ted here on KNSS. It's time for our KNSS Commodities Update with Tom Leffler of Leffler Commodities. Good morning, Tom. Well, good morning, Steve and Ted. Cash cattle trading volume last week was on the lower side. Kansas average steer price was higher at $161.98. That's up $1.75 from the previous week and up $7.07 from four weeks ago. Live cattle Friday traded mixed and closed positive with the February and April contract scoring new contract highs. The feeder cattle also traded two-sided and closed mostly negative. Now, Friday is a monthly cattle on feed report, and the lean hog futures last Friday traded mixed and closed close negative. April live cattle were 57 cents higher at 164.65. March feeders 30 higher at 186.52. And April lean hogs down 50 at 85.27. Now Friday was a non-eventful session of mixed trading and positive closes for the wheat, corn, and soybeans. Last week the March KC wheat and March corn lost 3 cents each while March soybeans lost 15 cents for the week. Now soybeans gapped higher on the open last night on talk of a frost in Argentina It sounds like the frost was on the light side and limited damage. At the moment, May KC wheat's a penny and a quarter higher at 897. May corn's three and a half higher at 681. And May soybeans 13 higher at 1535 and a quarter. April crude oil trading 42 cents higher at 7697. June gold's down $9.40 at 1857 and a half. March S&P's 32 points lower at 4056. The March dollar index is 24 cents higher at 10402. In March Dow Jones futures down 291 points 
at 33575 For commodity trading or ag marketing advisory, contact Leffler Commodities on the phone or on the web by using 866-GO-TO-TOM. Pretty nice day uh, across south-central Kansas yesterday, wasn't it? Yes. Uh, Sunday and Monday were both really nice. Yeah, how about that? Great weekend. President's, President's Day weekend. And we're in February. I think it'll turn out. It's going to, well, I guess in a couple of days we're going to have a, another very cold day down in the 30s. So, But for now. It sounds like it. Let's enjoy it. Today and tomorrow, enjoy it. <clears throat> enjoy it. There you go. It's, what, anything exciting going on in your life, uh, Tom, or is the usual uh, for you? Uh, it's just pretty much the usual. Yeah? Okay. But yeah, I can't, I can't think of any highlights. I've I, I got one for you. I don't know where you are on this, but. Yeah, the Girl Scout cookies are out now. By the way, Ted, if you and Ted would like any of my caramel Girl Scout cookies, feel free. Those okay? are those are awesome. <laughs> no, I've, I've already mm. eaten four. This well, I know it's tough to. Well, they're smaller than they used to be, so I can have yeah, four they, instead of two. They are. The box is smaller. Everything's smaller, so you can eat twice as many <laughs> and not worry about it. So it was in the Ace Hardware uh, yesterday. Or the day before, I can't remember. I think maybe it was yesterday. Anyway, anyway, I, I was in there. I was looking, and I saw this card table, and these two women were there. And of course, the, the two young girls who were the Girl Scouts. They were outside playing and playing around on the sacks of cement or whatever. I don't know. Had to get them in there so they could make a sale. Now I wanted to hear them make a sales pitch or something, and they just uh, they weren't uh, they weren't that great. So anyway, I would <laughs> refuse to buy. Well. I That's what to... the whole deal is. The girls are supposed to sell those cookies, not their moms. Oh, I sold I sold tons of boxes when my daughter was a Girl Scout. Went to work and took orders. I mean, that's cheating. I know, but she got she got a little patch, you know. <laughs> They're delicious. You got any Girl Scout cookies over in your part of the world there in Augusta, or do they do that over there? Oh yeah, they do that here. I've got a granddaughter. It's a Girl Scout ah. too, but I agree with Ted. That's cheating, Ted. I agree. Okay, so just don't buy them, huh? Not from their moms. I want the <laughs> oh, girls. I didn't say that. We buy them from the girls that work hard yes. for them. Yes. <laughs> I always do the same thing every year, just to see what happens. Don't you have any? <laughs> don't you have any Boy Scout cookies? Of course, you get that stare. Like, is this guy for real? <laughs> no, we don't. We don't have those. Okay. Yeah, I've seen that look before. Yeah. I gave, I gave this little girl a five dollar bill. And I said, "How about my change?" Again, the look. Like, really? <laughs> so anyway, I have a little fun. But the, you know, the funny thing, is, the, the amazing thing to me is, in this day and age, with my tremendous heightened sense of humor, anyone under the age of about 70 doesn't get any of my jokes, okay? Hello? You know, Steve, I would bet <laughs> that they pass around a poster, if your picture on, beware. Beware. Or be yes. gone. Maybe. Yeah, he's been red flagged at many, many area institutions. All right. All right thank you, Tom, as always, thank you. And uh, have, a, have a good one. We'll see you tomorrow. Don. <coughs> Tom Leffler, Leffler Commodities. Oh, you see, Tom got to you. <laughs> he did. Don, oh, we got, uh, what do we got coming up? We got uh, uh, Don Grant. See, How about the money, money tracker, tracker, Don Grant? He says, reasons to like it when the market dips. What, what do you got, a little caramel delight coconut caught in your throat there? Is that what's going on? <laughs> Yeah, got the. <coughs> not only that, I've got the little 
the little coconut chips get between my teeth. I'm, I'm miserable. Boy, we need to go to break. I'm going to have one more. <laughs> well, why not? Stephen Ted of the Morning here on KNSF. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Stephen Ted of the Morning here on KNSS 647 on this Tuesday morning. Three big things. Three. New computer chip manufacturing facility is coming to Burlington in northeast Kansas. Two. Police officer shoots and kills a man near Goddard after the man allegedly pointed a gun at the officer. One. President Biden makes a surprise trip to Ukraine and Poland, promising more aid is on the way. Three big things. Stephen Ted on KNSS. Northbound I-135 stalled out vehicle down by 47th Street South. The traffic volumes are picking up out there. Watch for that as a potential slowdown area. Traffic update from 98.7 at 1330 KNSS. I'm Jed Chambers. Sunny and breezy today with a high of 66 degrees. 20% chance for rain tonight. The overnight low 52. Then on Wednesday, 50% chance for morning rain. Then clearing with a high tomorrow of 72 degrees. Now a clear sky, east wind at 5 miles per hour and 34 degrees. First responders are warning skiers and snowmobile drivers about an Apple feature that is setting off false 911 calls. Fox on set. First responders are struggling to do their jobs after an increase of fake 911 calls. Cook County Sheriff Pat Eliason says they've seen an increase of fake calls from skiers in Lutzen Mountains, Minnesota with the iPhone 14. When people take a tumble or fall, the crash detection feature automatically calls 911. So since December 1st, we have fielded 155 uh, false 911 calls. In Summit County, Colorado, there are four ski resorts, and they're seeing the problem too. This just sent our dispatch center 
into over, you know, overload because all of a sudden these calls were coming in as skiers, as ski season ramped up. When a crash is detected, there is a 10 second delay followed by a 10 second countdown. Apple tells us they are aware of these fake 911 calls and have made updates to reduce the number of fake positive crash detections. With Fox on Tech, Mills Hayes, Fox News. Asian shares are trading mostly lower after U.S. markets were closed for President's Day, a national holiday. Stocks closed mixed last Friday. The Dow up 129 points. S&P down 11. NASDAQ down 68. 6.50 now, Stephen, 10 in the morning here on KNSS. Reasons to like it when the markets dip. Don Grant. Yeah. CFE, the money tracker, as always. Good morning, Don. Good morning, Steve and Ted and Jad. You know, our money tracker listeners know what I'm going to say when the markets tank. Stick with it, and you'll have some cash on the sidelines. If you do, dribble it in back into the markets, because if we're at the bottom, we're buying stocks when they're cheaper than they've been in the past. Well, long-term investors, which is most of us when it comes to our retirement accounts, need not panic. I often have that fear and greed conversation, talking investors off the ledge so that they don't go to cash, then wait too long to get back in, possibly missing the next big, you know, few, few big up days that constitute a recovery. When we see the markets drop, there are, there are other ways that we could profit. Once we have an asset allocation that fits your needs, consider rebalancing regularly. If you do this at least once a year, every six months, or, or every six months, when there's volatility, you could preserve gains from the elements of your portfolio that are doing well, and you'll buy more shares of the ones that are down. Trusting history, at some point, that investment will be up, and because you bought low, you could capture more shares than when the markets, you know, when the markets get back up. Well, be a contrarian. If you have investments that are doing better than the stock market, like like in, in REITs or some alternatives, you may consider selling some of those to take a profit. Then redeploy in areas of the stock market that are down. It's like rebalancing. Remember, this changes your allocation slightly. If you are investing in a taxable account, consider some tax-loss harvesting. This means selling assets that are down to preserve that long or short-term loss, Often, we replace uh, what we sell with something that is similar, so we keep our same allocation, but it might be selling shares of a, of a large-cap uh, large stock fund, for example, and, say, buying an exchange-traded fund that covers that large-cap uh, stocks area. Rebalance in a month uh, back to the original allocation. And your advisor can help you understand what that means, why you have to wait a month. None of us like to watch our portfolios drop in value. But take advantage of those times, and you could be better off over the long haul. And, of course, if you have any questions, you can give me a call. The number is 267 and just ask for me, Don Grant. Did you enjoy President's Day? Uh, I, I, uh, we're, we're, we're shifting into our new office, uh, Sabre Wealth Management, and uh, we have we spent the weekend doing some finishing touches on the office. We still have some things to go. We had some delays in construction when we were – uh, you know, during the during the, uh, the uh, well, you know how things were going in the last yeah. number of months, and we were still waiting on some furniture and some signage and stuff like that. But we uh, we so we spent the weekend as a team, sort of the group that's uh, that's in there, and we were cleaning and doing some things and getting ready to to fully fully be in there. All right, well, good for you. Sam. How about you? 
Uh, I did you so slept many, in. I did so many exciting things in three days. I, I'm just going to have to try, run them down here in a few minutes. But uh. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. You were not here yesterday when I was here at no. at six fifty four in the morning. No, I was not. You, were you? Were, what were you doing? Why? And why were you not here supporting your team? Uh, I took a day off. Okay. Okay. Uh, That's when good. it comes to teamwork, mental um, health day. Yeah. When it comes to teamwork, I misspelled there is a me and team. <laughs> I really don't care much about other people. Okay. 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 All right, Ted. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that's true no. at all. These guys, they know the nature of the beast, so to speak. Today is Pancake Day. Ah, Mardi yes. Gras. Shrove Tuesday. Fat Tuesday, yep. Are they oh, I can't have say that? the word fat. I'm no, sorry. Fat. It is, it's fat, right? Yeah. In liberal Kansas today at 11.55. Mm-hmm. The big pancake race. The race goes on again with the overall score landing. is standing now at 40 wins for liberal and 30 for only England. In 1980, the score didn't count because a media truck. Block the finish line only. <laughs> media. Darn media. Media. The, the British media. Yeah. There was Steve, Steve with a microphone standing in the middle of the street blocking it. In 2017, the race did not count due to a malfunction in the time clock. In 2021, the event was canceled due to a global pandemic. So they'll put it on there. You gotta, I guess you have to flip the pancake just once in a 415-yard course. 400. Yeah, how many miles is that? Oh, at least a quarter, right? Is yeah. that a quarter of a mile? Yeah, yeah, I guess so. How much quarter? Good. I don't know. Anyway, it's a pretty long course, and uh, we'll see what happens. And do they walk or can they run? Oh, oh they're, they're running. Oh, run. Yeah. Okay. Of, it's a timing timing deal. Now, I don't. I haven't in my research figured out why England and Liberal do it. Why? What's the connection there? Do you have any ideas, uh, Ted? Liberal folks in Liberal saw an article about it, maybe in Life magazine or some big-time magazine. 50s or something? That, and then they said, why don't we get in on we'll this compete. and like challenge only to a race? It, it was all cooked up by the people in Liberal. How about that? Well, good for them. And oh, wow. that's what they've been doing now for the last, what, 70 years or so? That's right. Okay. Well, 70. 40 wins for, well, probably 70. 40 and 30 70. is 70, Steve. A little more than 70. Yeah. They had three that they, they didn't have any finish. Yeah. So, okay. Anyway, it's the pancake day, and uh, the big race is on at 11.55 this morning. Thank you, gentlemen. Coming up, 7 o'clock this morning, top of the hour news with Steve and Ted. A man is dead after a police-involved shooting near Goddard, and another new computer chip manufacturing facility is coming to Kansas. Keep it here. Steve and Ted of the morning here on KNSS. Securities offered through Kestra Investment Services, LLC, member of FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Kestra Advisory Services, LLC, an affiliate of Kestra IS. Saver Wealth is not affiliated with Kestra IS or Kestra AS. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto 
parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.